Today on the Chris Ventura Show, superstition, car washes, religion, and Earth Day? Oh, it'll all make sense. Or not, that's today on the Chris Ventura Show. All right, it's Friday, April 24th. Uh, good to be back from our group podcast we had last week. Hope you enjoyed that. Um, this time around, I'm joined with my friend Sergio, who's going to be sitting in, kind of just watching me do this, and then maybe chiming in every now and then. Hey, say hello, Sergio. Hello. Good to have you here. I've known you for, what, 15 years? I believe so. I lost count by now. Yeah, it uh, seems probably, to me, it feels like 35, 40 years. But anyways, yeah, I've known you for a long time. Uh, today is show number 13, which is an unlucky number. Uh, some people are into superstitions. I happen to be somewhat superstitious, uh, but I, I'm, not, I'm not religious. Uh, see, that's the thing. I was reading an article about atheism and superstition, and uh, some of it claims that more people who, are, um, but who believe in superstitions are actually atheists or less likely to believe in a religion. Um, are, are you religious at all? I've known you forever. How am I asking you this question? Because I really don't know. Are you very religious at all? Uh, no, I'm not very religious. I mean, um, but I'm not superstitious either. So uh-huh. I just kind of fall in the in between in that, I guess. Oh, okay. Uh, so there's uh, – see, this is the thing. I have a hard time with people with uh, – I, I know a lot of people who are into like astrology and into like uh, horoscopes and things like that. No. I guess my complaint about uh, superstitions is that it's just kind of a, a way to blame your li- something bad happening in your life for something that you have absolutely no control over. So you say, well, bad luck is what caused this or bad karma. See, now I believe in karma. <laughs> I think that's more of a revenge tool for me than anything else because I say that if you act like an ass, then you're going to be treated like an ass. And I've seen a lot of instant karma returns happen quite, quite fast for people. So, um, I don't know. I'm not religious. Uh, I'm not an atheist either, but I do believe in some superstition things. Like, uh, let's, let's throw some out there, see if you know any of these, Sergio, because I don't know if the audience will know them either. I think I know maybe more than a lot of people for some reason. I kind of grew up in a house where they're kind of superstitious about <laughs> things. So opening up the old one, opening up the umbrella in the house. Do you ever do that? Do you ever feel weird when you do that? No, I mean, there's really no need to open up an umbrella inside of the house. That's true. You're unless you're, the well, yeah, or unless you're a photographer with the reflect, you know, the reflective silver. No, there's that, and uh, what about walking under the ladder? Do you know that one? Yeah, I've heard that one too. But. Have you walked around the ladder not to walk underneath it? Uh, no, I don't think I have. I, all right. Okay. I think you know, I just shortest it's, path, straight. You're a very path, logical person. That's what I do. I, you're very logical, right? I yes. know this. We've discussed this before. He's very logical. I'm uh, emotional and fucking nuts, so that's why. Uh, let's see what else is there. Um, how, oh, this one that's kind of weird. Uh, shoes on the table. You ever hear of that one? No, I've never heard about shoes on the table. Yeah, something about you put the shoes on the table and you're going to get bad luck for like the whole rest of your life. <laughs> Bad well, fortune or something. No, I haven't heard that one. But what about this one? Um, I know. I think in Hispanic culture, uh, setting your purse down on the ground. Oh, is I've bad heard luck. of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah. your your mom doesn't put the purse on. Uh, 
yeah, she tries not she to. Tries yeah. not to, yeah. You lose your money if you put it. Is on. that what happens? That's, uh, yeah, that's. that's uh, we kind of saw some lost money today. Uh, just real quick, little uh, side thing. We were at the car wash today, and um, we saw a little bit of bad vibes at the car wash. Uh, I I think I'm not sure exactly what happened. You were kind of watching, and I was too. We're sitting there, and uh, there was. Uh, um, a motorcycle cop talking to a couple in a car like by the gas station they're talking and then uh they're pointing to somebody and then all of a sudden this guy comes running by us and then uh, there was other cops there too and they come running by us and you didn't notice it but one of the cops had his gun out no, no, no it was a that? taser I, I it was did, a taser yeah, okay actually, i didn't know i just yeah. saw it from the corner it was like an episode of cops right right behind me yeah <laughs> yeah like, we're just right, trying to mind our own business having a car wash here yeah. and then the, yeah all I do, I remember the guy coming out saying, my, my doctor says I need to take these medicines or something like that. So I think that was a bad news for that guy. Yeah. Anyways, he got taken away, and that was the end of that pretty much. But pretty crazy scene. And uh, we're going to get back into superstitions in just a second. But I just want to say this happened in Walnut, by the way. Walnut, if you're listening, it's not the crazy people who are going to be rowdy at the football games. It's your crazy citizens who live within the city, okay? <laughs> So let's not forget about that incident today. All right, now back to superstitions. <laughs> I don't know how I transition. The stepping on a crack, break your mother's back. I think that's just a rhyme. I don't know if that's a superstition, but uh, or or an OCD thing. Because I used to walk home from high school and look at the ground, and I would avoid every single crack because I just thought, oh my god, don't step on one. I don't. I'm. You, you took that game too seriously. Very seriously. I'd come home. It'd be like uh, my brow would be all sweaty. I'm like, "Is your back okay, mom? <laughs> you didn't feel nothing? Okay, I may have slipped up once or twice." Yeah. No. 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 Didn't. Okay. Didn't do that either. Mm -hmm. But um, salt over. How about salt over the back? Salt. Throw salt. Oh, when you spill the salt on yeah. on, uh, on the table. Mm -hmm. You know what? I, I think I have done that, and it's not so much for the superstition, but just you know, just for the sake of. Of the saying that you know, I mean, I, I really don't care. I could just like sweep it off the table. I don't, I don't care. But it's just the tradition. Have you I done this in my house? What? Have you done that at my house? No, I just pour salt all over your couch. Okay, yeah, I was just wondering because I, I, I think that's that's bad luck for the person who has to sweep up, which would be me. So <laughs> don't be doing that shit around here, okay? If the devil's gonna be behind you, let him stay with you till you get home. Then you take care of it. That's the. I think that's what it is, right? You're supposed to throw it over because the devil's over your shoulder or some. Something like that, uh, or evil uh, is around, and the salt is supposed to supposedly shrivel them up and get them out. Well, if it got him in the eyes, I suppose that would work. <laughs> yeah, I suppose that would work. Unless he was well, maybe this devil is a snail, and he <laughs> just dropped, you know a slug, and you put some salt in, it, and it just kind of like you know melts fizzes, or yeah, yeah. whatever fizzes. That's gross. Uh, oh, we yeah, have one more that I, I know: the black cat crossed your path. Yeah, that. Well, when it comes to that, any. Cat is bad luck for me because you're I, deathly I just, allergic. Deathly allergic to cats. Yeah, I just start, <laughs> I start weeping. My <laughs> eyes just water up like crazy, and I, I so I shouldn't give you that uh, birthday present I was going to give you. It was like a, a sweater knitted out of cat fur. Yeah, Probably wouldn't be a good idea. Yeah, no, not so no? much. Okay, you can oh. keep that one. Oh darn. Yeah, superstitions. Uh, the, 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 what? Go ahead. Tell me more about that article because I mean I just don't really see the link between. Uh, religion itself and uh, being superstitious or rather the lack of uh, faith and superstition well here's the article the the there's there's a couple articles i read one of them is written by christians and one of them is written by atheists the christian one wait do they contradict each other 
Yes, they do. Obviously. <laughs> okay. So let me give you the idea of what's coming from from the Christian one first. The Christian one is talking about uh, people who aren't religious, so they need something to believe in, so they believe in superstitions. So that's their angle. They're like they're spiritually closeted, so they need to find something to believe in, so they give in to superstitions and and things like that and astrology and and that kind of stuff. The other one that's written by atheists is is talking about how um, Christians um, are kind of crazy. See, as you can see, there's a, an attack on both sides. Yeah. Uh, and and they're talking of the Christian one, the, the atheist one is talking about. It's it's more of the whole um, universal spirit thing about karma and the universe and how you need to put out positive energy and there's certain things that you can do to prevent negative things from happening to you. So it's kind of finding, uh, I guess, a way to believe in something spiritual without going into religion, I guess. Well, it sounds to me like the atheist article is somewhat confirming the Christian article, but... With name calling again, folks. Neither I, me nor Sergio are very religious people. Just I don't want to lose you because if you say the word Christian or Jesus too many times, they're gonna just tune right out. That's like that's like it's a good song. Like you're listening to a song. Hey, this is a pretty good song, and they drop the J in there, and they're like, I'm out. That's it. No, no, no. Well, I mean, uh, uh, the thing is, it makes sense to think that atheists. Because they don't, they have, they do have that void. Because if you look at any culture, there's um, the idea that there's something greater than us transcends mm-hmm. all cultures. That's and true. And it's part of, you know, even ancient uh, civilizations. They all believed in something greater than themselves. Right. So, I mean, for atheists to say that there isn't anything out there, you know, uh, I think is um, pretentious, maybe. But um, aside from that, I mean, mm-hmm. not that I, you know, I completely respect their point of view. If if that's what they believe, that's fine. I, I'm okay with that. Uh-huh. But the thing is that it makes sense that they would um, fulfill that void with something else. And, and you know, the idea of, of karma. Or I think I fulfill like that. that void with uh, food and alcohol. Works pretty well, actually. Tastes good. Yeah, does the trick. And you know, th- this has to be the one and only show uh-huh. where you haven't had a single drop of alcohol. Oh, you know what? Let's explain that to everybody. Uh, yeah, I all I had was uh, nice frozen yogurt today. And uh, that's probably why the show is somewhat lacking today. Uh, <laughs> we'll get back to drinking next time. Um, but yeah, I see what you mean. you got to fill a void. I guess, um, yeah, the whole being pretentious about, oh, we're the only beings and this is it. You know, right. I believe in there's something bigger out there, but see, it's this weird because I'm not really. It's it's hard for me to accept the fact that I can I am not religious yet I believe in like karma and the universe and things like that. It's it's I don't know. Wait, so when you say you're not religious, are, are you atheist? I don't think I'd go as far as to say I'm atheist. Agnostic. Uh no, uh I believe in. See now that's another. Do I believe in heaven? I think I do. But it's that's an odd idea, though, when you th- really think about it. I, you know, I just realized something. What? I, I mean, this is all right, what, what did you realize? Because normally it's like there, there are certain subjects that are just taboo when you're having a conversation. Yeah. Politics. Right. Religion. Oh, hey, we're talking about. Oh my God, have we become the stereotypical talk show now? Next week we're going to talk about gun control, and then we're going to talk about. Um, Immigration, and then uh, we're just gonna fold, and we'll never, we'll never be back on the air again. 
I'm sorry. Yeah, I just okay. Is that what you realized? I thought you, I thought you had an epiphany right now. You're yeah. gonna tell me something like, you know, I never realized this about life, but you just said never realized about your show. It fucking sucks, and you're talking about the three taboo topics that you shouldn't talk about ever. It kills AM radio. Well, you know what? I'm sorry. All right. No, I mean, I don't have a. I mean, well, okay. Let's go back into the superstitious aspect. Of, you know, um, talked a little bit about the putting, setting the the handbag down on the ground. Uh huh. Um. Breaking a mirror, glass. That's the big one. There you go. Seven years bad luck. Where did that start? Seven years bad luck for breaking a freaking mirror or glass. You know, it's just like God. I mean, that's a big penalty. I don't think you get seven years for second degree murder. Not if it's your first offense. You break a gla- You break a mirror, and you're down for seven years. Jesus Christ. I'm just saying. I'd rather kill somebody than uh, break a mirror. Wow, this you know what this clip is going to show up in the news when there's actually something connected to me. Uh, uh, I was just joking, everybody, just joking, just ha ha's, ha ha's on a Friday. Ha ha's. No, I don't know. Uh, So superstitions, I don't really believe in them, but I I think what what my whole soul says to me is just to put out positive energy, be nice to other people, and you get good stuff back. And that's really about it. I don't think I really believe in any of that superstitious nonsense, full moons and. All that kind of stuff. I'm not a werewolf, so I have to worry about that. What Horse about shoes and oh, lucky charms? Uh, lucky, mm, lucky charms. I think I have some in the, in the pantry. Right back. <laughs> yeah, just kidding. I'm here. Uh, I have some Lucky rabbit's foot. What about that? Oh, you know what? We've been focusing on the negative aspect of superstitions. Okay, the positive also... aspect. Yeah, what, what well, about... not for the rabbit. The rabbit's Why foot? Why do you got to be such a downer? Well, man? I'm sorry, but it's true. That's not cool. Rabbit's foot. I mean, it's I, supposed to be lucky, right? Yeah, but they teach the kids that from the early age. Look, ah, it's a rabbit's foot. It's lucky. Well, how about the other end of the rabbit? It's like that's the like, unlucky part. There's a part. bunch of rabbits <laughs> running around with like uh, you know four regular things and one stub. Well, three regular <laughs> things and a stub because it would be right four. Yeah, yeah I'm sorry, I got it messed up. Unless it's a never mind male rabbit, but. Uh, <laughs> tail. I don't know what I was referring to. Jesus Christ. All right. So, uh, okay, but what? you know the the positive aspects of of superstition. I mean, what other you know? I mean, do you believe in those at all? Uh, the positive... four leaf clover. Is it lucky? <sighs> you know, it's not not lucky. And I'll tell you a story why it's not lucky for me. Okay, I was at at. Uh, at PE in elementary school and they had a whole field out there and I was picking through the clovers and stuff and I found the four-leaf clover. I did. And I tried to show it to somebody and they said, no, that's not a four-leaf clover and then something happened to it. It turned out it was poison ivy. No. They have. They were picking at it and the, the, thing, the leaves fell off of it and then I was claimed to be a big liar because I was you know, trying to pass off this mysterious four-leaf clover so I felt like an ass. That's not very lucky, and that happened within five minutes. So I lived the rest of my third grade as a fucking liar for uh, showing everybody a fake four-leaf clover that I know damn well that that exists. God damn it. You know, (laughs) you're ten years out from our high school graduation to high school reunion, and I'm complaining about third grade four-leaf clovers. What happened to my life, folks? God damn it. I got nothing. (laughs) Shenanigans. All right. I don't. I mean, I don't believe in the, the you know, that lucky stuff either. Um, you don't have any like lucky charms that you keep with you. No, like a lucky penny or a lucky dime. Yeah, nothing. Not no. Scrooge McDuck. No. Your number one dime. Yeah, no. No. 
Not so much. Nothing, nothing at all. Nothing at all. You don't wear anything. You don't keep anything in your pocket that's special. I think that's kind of a um, a crutch for a lot of people. If the day happened badly, it's because of the decisions you made or just bad luck. Now, that's an excuse for bad things happening, too. It's just bad luck. But sometimes that's just all it is. Bad circumstances, and you know what? You get the short end of the stick, and that's just the way it is. Being at the wrong place at the wrong time. Right. I think that's what happened to that guy. That's at, true. At the car wash. I think so. Yeah. Because he was kind of walking around for a little while, and I figured that if you're going to do something wrong, get out of there. Because he, he was hanging around while the first cop was there for quite a while. Yeah. And then he jammed when he saw the car. I don't know what his what was on his mind. He just started walking fast, and he just said, oh, shit, went into the car wash building, and then all here comes a whole parade of cops chasing after him. So yeah. I don't know what that whole deal was. So, yeah, wrong place, wrong time. And if you're going to do something like that, jump on a bus and get out of there. You can see it in the movies. That's how you get out of there if you're on foot. Right? Yeah. If you shake your head, yes, they're not going to hear you on the radio. Oh, <laughs> You have to say yes. Yes, you're oh, right. Thank you. You're just looking at me. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh. This is the end of our rant on superstitions. I got something else to say about car washes, believe it or not. And because it's the end of Earth Week, Earth Day, it's Earth Week. It's not Earth Week, not just Earth Day. We're going to talk a little bit about some Earth Day stuff that's coming up. Stick with us. It's the Chris Ventura Show. Be back in just a sec. mentoring it's an important responsibility today's youth need strong reliable role models to help them deal with the challenges and temptations they face in everyday life be a mentor provide the guidance our youth are looking for this message brought to you by lions clubs international contact your local lions club for information on how you can lend your talents to the kids in your community what would happen if you didn't follow the established path? Would you feel scared or proud? Could you explain that helping the people of Peru improve their own community would also have an effect on your own? Would you rather make your own way or spend a lifetime saying, what if? Life is calling. How far will you go? Peace Corps. To find out more, call 1-800-424-8580 or go to peacecorps.gov. All right, we're back on a Friday. Um, here again uh, with Sergio, sitting here watching me do the podcast. Kind of chimed in earlier. We're talking about superstitions. I want to go back to something about the car wash real quick. Kind of go into like a little bit of a car wash rant. It's been a long time since I've been at a car wash, and um, I just noticed something kind of odd about it. What happened to all the machines that they used to have inside the car wash? I remember when I was a kid, I'd go into the car wash, and you'd have those, uh, first the car would enter, and then you'd kind of wet it down with these machines, and then there'd be these uh, blue belt-like things that would hang from this thing that would shift back and forth, and the soap would go on there, and that's, that's what would wash the car. But now, uh, they throw in the workers inside of this the, the giant where the car wash used to be, but the machines are still in there doing their thing, but they're in there scrubbing things down. Isn't that a little bit dangerous, I think? Oh, that's for that's your cue to say something over there. 
They have no opinion. Okay, no, you're no, like no, the no, producer no. Actually, of, of no, no, KABC no, no, Radio. No, no, no. No, wait a minute, wait right. a minute. So let me get this straight. I remember I was talking to you about them replacing the workers at Jack in the Box with kiosks. Right. And you're complaining about how those people are losing their jobs. Right. And now you're complaining about machines being replaced by people? There's a difference between replacing a worker at a, at a jack-in-the-box uh, or putting your workers in danger inside of heavy machinery where cars are and there's these uh, machines going all nuts in there. I mean, who knows what could happen in there? You could get, you know, rainbow wax to death. I doubt that. Uh, no, I, I honestly, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm not in there. I don't know how dangerous it is, but it, it doesn't look too dangerous. Oh, it wait, wait, wait. But you said it doesn't look too dangerous. So there is a little bit of danger you could see well, happening, I'm right? I'm sure if their their uh, socks or their uh, pants but, oh, they're stuck get in the stuck. conveyor belt. Well, that would be a problem. Drive into the car, yeah. All right. Well, it's just, you know, that was something that you pay for to see all that machinery go on and on. But I, I, got, I thought you paid to get the car washed. Oh, Oh, well, you know, I used to just go hang out at the car wash and watch, watch other people's cars get washed. I'd sit there with popcorn, and I'd just say, oh, it's fantastic. <laughs> uh, I got to thank you, though, for taking me to the car wash with you because this guy does not mess around. He got the deluxe special of the car wash. So as the car is going by, see, this is the funny thing about a car wash. You can see who is the cheapskate when the, the car goes through because if nothing flashes, they just get the soap and the water, then they didn't pay for nothing. This guy... Every single station, the lights would start going. There'd be bells and whistles. <laughs> the, even the kids, confetti. Are, yeah, the kids are like, "Oh, somebody got the rainbow wax." No, they said was, somebody got the rainbow wax. Well, they said it like that, and I thought the same thing. I said, "Yeah, they got the rainbow wax." And I was all excited, and we sat there watching it as the car got waxed, and it was exciting. But like every single station, this guy's car goes. He got the sealer. He got the rainbow wax. He almost got the rain x but he didn't he didn't go for the extra seven bucks for that the, no. the light didn't go on with that but it was so exciting to see that happen that's what i enjoy about the car wash but when you replace all that fun machinery with guys with rags it's not it's not funny anymore it takes the know? magic out huh it does and when you're gonna pay 27 bucks for a car wash would you pay 20 24 uh something like that then you want to see some shit go down you know well actually we did we saw some police action go down so i guess you know what <laughs> It was worth the twenty-seven bucks. We got the rainbow wax, the sealer, and we got to see somebody tasered. So see, that but was fun. Here's the thing, though. At the end of the day, the machine doesn't have a family to go home to and feed. <laughs> How do you know? Do. Maybe it's, well, it's a not robot in there. <sighs> so what are you saying exactly? What are you saying? No, what are you saying exactly? So you just said that the machine doesn't have a wife and kids to go home to. So I'm glad that it got replaced by a person who can who can earn a living, who can go home. Look, in this bad economy, everybody needs a job. All right, but I I, I just don't think that there should be humans mixing with heavy machinery like that. I mean, it's and it's kind of like I I feel bad too because you're sitting there and they got windows all the way across, so you get to see all these guys in there, you know, washing and then you know getting sprayed in the eyes with the hot wax. Would and you rather see them in front of the Home Depot? That. I don't think you should say that. I'm, no, I'm just, I'm, it's, or anywhere. I would not like to see anybody stuff. trying to find a job. It's hard out there right now. Exactly. I understand that. But the whole hand wash conversion thing started a long time before the economy went south. So I'm just saying. I think it's, it's supposed to, I mean, there's more attention to detail when it, something is handmade. That's the whole point. Okay. It's, it's a more, it's premium. All right. It's like the gourmet. The gourmet car wash? Exactly. Wow, yeah. You saw some of the food they were selling there? 
<laughs> oh, good lord. That stuff must have been there since the 70s. Nobody buys food from the car wash. Well, I, I meant the car wash itself, oh, okay. not the food yeah, inside. Okay. All right. But yes. It's a very exotic car wash. You see all those exotic birds in there and all that? You see that? There were birds in there. There was birds in there in cages, and they were talking. They said hi. Uh, they said hi. I, I thought that was to, your uncle. said, welcome to the... <laughs> I wish I had the sound of tire brakes screeching because that's what just happened right now. And then followed by crickets. Crickets. Yeah. So I don't know. Car washes I used to like. I used to enjoy them because they were very magical to me. Wow, what a childhood have I had. That's what I was thinking. I, 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 I didn't want to say it. No, it's funny. I just I, start I, I start talking out of my mouth about my past and I start... Well, I, it's I hope like you're I, talking out of your mouth. <laughs> Sometimes not all the time. All right, thank you very much. I'll admit it. Sometimes I talk out of my ass. All right. All right. But no, it's just that I start to talk about my past on these podcasts, and, I, and it's like halfway through while I'm talking to somebody about myself, I start to say, "Wait a minute." You're all nostalgic. Yeah, should no. I'm first. Yeah, first I'm nostalgic. Then I'm like, "God, how pathetic was that?" Yeah. But yeah, whatever. Okay, funny times. Uh, as long as it's not about you, right, you mother effer. Now, with that said. We're going to turn to Sergio for his uh, Earth Day segment because he uh, – what better person to have come in here to talk about Earth Day than some guy who drives <clears throat> a hybrid car. And congratulations for that, by the way. Nice yes, I, I got a nice tax uh, deduction last year for that, so thank you. Good, good, yes. good. good. I, um, you know, I um, – as far as Earth Day is concerned, I mean I've never really celebrated it. But it just seems like it's become um, more globally recognized. Right. Uh-huh. And I think it's good that people are just coming together and, and trying to do something to change um, our impact on the environment. It's, it's actually a very good thing. Um, it's just scary to think, though, that, you know, when we were young, uh, you know, I remember reading about us only having about 50 years worth of fossil fuels left. And you read this between one episode of Inspector Gadget and one episode of Transformers? Or? Exactly. Okay. No, I mean, at school, you know, the Weekly Reader, I don't know if you remember that. I used to have actually do, yeah, I do. <laughs> and, uh, you know, they would they would have articles in there about uh, fossil fuels, and, and uh, I remember they, they would talk about that. And it was kind of, you know, at that time, you're a little kid, maybe you don't think about it too much. 50 years seems like a long time, but, right. you know, here we are, it's 20 years later, and, you know, we're... We're running out of time. I mean, it's going to be within our lifetime, um, more than likely, that we'll have to find an alternate source of energy. And, uh, you know, everybody can make a difference, and, and it's good that, uh, you know, uh, companies are becoming more environmentally friendly. And, and yeah, I try to do my part. I, I drive a hybrid, you know, recycle, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. And it's a very good thing for us to recognize that we have um, the responsibility to to make a change in the world and, and make it a better place. I'm not a huge environmentalist, but I really uh, admire those who are. And uh, I'm really impressed with you with saying that and that you remember that from your childhood because, you know, so few people are aware of the facts and what's really going on out there. I mean, you talk to people these days, they still don't understand or know what peak oil means or what it was or when we hit it and things like that. And you were very young and you read that and it stuck with you. So that's really good. I just... People need to be a little bit more educated out there. It's not everything is not a, a endless supply. We're going to run out at some point. So you know we got to be we have to act responsible for ourselves, our future, and our kids' future. It's uh, something that uh, we need to inst- instill yes. in our kids. Uh-huh. 
Right. Uh, so that when they grow up, they think uh, they're more aware. Not just let it pass off and not talk about it with them. We need to sit down and talk about it. And it's gl- I'm glad that that Earth Day has become more of a of a global thing, and people are, more and more people are participating. You see that more and more with companies, like you said. And it's also it's not just Earth Day now. It's like Earth Days, and actually a lot of places referring to Earth as Earth Week. So right. it's not. I don't want people to just spend one day where you go out there and you'd make one little change in your life, and then that's it. And then the whole rest of the year you fuck up. Otherwise, you might as well be in a religion. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah, be a hypocrite. Yeah, I, I, I say I'm this, I pray for this, and then you go out there and you're a big hypocrite for a couple of days, and you whore it up in the you know in the valley, and you come back and you're oh I'm back in church on Sunday. Don't be like that. Uh, if you're gonna you know stick with it. And well, you, you, you know, the funny thing about that uh, is, you know, because you're talking about instilling good values in our kids. It's kind of sad to say, but a lot of the people that, well, you know what? I, I shouldn't even say that. That's not true. But um, it just seems like the the people that really consciously take into consideration those types of issues don't have kids. Right. Um, but, okay. you know, maybe that's uh, – maybe I'm being overly critical you know, everybody – not that people that have kids don't have good values. That's not true. But um, I take it back. No, well, no. I see where you're kind of going with it. If, if you have kids, then you have other worries on your mind that you can't maybe focus on right. on environmental things and, and things that you, you probably should. I mean you have to worry about putting dinner on the table. Is your kid sick? And there's all these things that add up into a married person's life or, or, or somebody who has kids that – you got to give them a little bit of slack on that because you got to worry about the about number one and your right, kids. Right. And so I can see where more single people or, or people who are not married with children can uh, focus more and ha- have more of a uh, a thing about the environment. So no, 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 I understand what you're saying. You shouldn't regret saying having well, no, said you, that. You it know what? Sense. Actually, no. What you put it in? What I was trying to say, you put right into the perfect words. Okay. You good. took the words out of my mouth. Oh, okay. Because I was trying oh, to okay. say that, I just couldn't get it to come out like that. So that was perfect. Thank okay. Um, and the other thing is, you know, as far as like Earth Day is concerned, it reminds me of uh, I don't know if you've ever seen the show uh, Thirty Days, mm. where they take like certain people and put them. In, in a completely different environment. Uh, yeah, I've heard of that show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did this one um, episode about two like city people and put them in like an environmentalist compound where they're completely, totally like zero carbon footprint. It's like the people that grow their own food, mm-hmm. uh, basically they use solar panels to create their own electricity. They don't use any really commercialized or processed food or products. You know, it's – I've always been curious to live in one of those, and I don't know if I could really – I mean, I think if if we could all give up certain things or if we could all, you know, live like that, the world would be a much better place. But it is a very difficult thing to do, and I admire people that do that. Um, I think someday I would like to give it a try and just to, you know, uh-huh. kind of see what it's like. But, um, I mean, those are the people that are really making a difference in, um, in balancing out – you know, the rest of us. Right. So my hat's off to those of you that live on those green compounds. That's good. And and again, the reason why it's hard for people to change is because uh, humans are creatures of habit. It's hard to change. So uh, I was talking to somebody about this 
So they don't just make it an Earth Day because that doesn't give you a chance to make any big changes. You need to stick with it for a while. So yeah. make it a whole Earth Week. Make it two weeks and then stick with something that you made changes with because if you just do it in one day, it's not going to really stick with you. But make it a, a habit and try to force yourself to make some changes. The alternatives are out there. You just need to look for them. Sometimes they may cost a little bit more, but the fact that you're contributing to the welfare of the whole world and the planet, it should make you feel a lot better, I think. It does to me when I make certain choices and decisions and where I look at a product and I see how it was made. I'm like, you know, that's good, and I'll buy that product. So there's a feeling attached to, for me anyways, yeah. when I buy certain products. So Yeah, absolutely right. So make it more of a habit. Um, I For Earth Day, the actual day, which was this past Wednesday, I I really didn't do anything that I thought was helpful, but I think maybe I did. I don't know. There was a tree that was kind of uh, causing some problems in my yard. So we were going to cut it down, but instead I dug it up and I moved it. So I, tr- I saved the tree. I didn't plant a tree, but at least uh, I didn't cut one down. So maybe that's – I mean it, it was a lot of work. Uh, hurt my back. <laughs> Neck hurts. But – when I sat sitting there in the new location, I was like, you know what? It's good. And I, I'm glad that the tree is okay. So maybe I'm a tree hugger in a way. But I'm glad that I did that. And so that's what I did for Earth Day. Next next year, I plan to do something way bigger than that. Move two trees. <laughs> no, I don't know. Probably something bigger and have a better Earth Day show. I really want to do a, a bigger, grander Earth Day show. But I don't know. Things happen and I couldn't actually get to, to it. I was actually going to have another friend of mine come in and talk about this who's really in on the whole Earth Day thing, but this was good, and we had a little good exchange with this. So next year, I'll do something better. But in the meantime, between now and next year, I'm going to make some changes in the things that I do to help the environment, and I hope that you do too. So. And by you, you mean me, or are you talking oh, about Oh, yeah, I know. That's funny. I'm talking <laughs> talking to everybody, but I'm looking at, at Sergio when I say this. But no, you too, Sergio. You and everybody. Okay. Let's make some changes out there, okay? Make it a little bit better world for everybody. And that goes with karma as well. So karma, Earth Day, it all goes together. Car wash, there we go. We got a show. All right. Anyways, I want to thank you for coming in. Uh, shake your hand. Stand up and shake your hand. Thank you. I can't reach you. There we are. Uh, all right. So we didn't get in a fight or anything. Well, not really. Anyways, Chris Ventura Show. We'll be back again uh, for another show this weekend. Thanks for tuning in. Tuning in. Downloading. It's that whole radio thing. Yeah. I can't get that out of my head. Thanks for downloading us. Uh, we'll see you again soon. Have a good rest of your day and a good weekend, and I'll ta- uh, we'll all talk to you soon. All right? Take care. <laughs>